Hello, my friend. This is Clyde. Praise is powerful. Psalm 100 verses 4 to 6 says, Enter his gates with thanksgiving and his courts with praise. Give thanks to him and praise his name. For the Lord is good and his love endures forever. His faithfulness continues through all generations. I want us to talk about the power of praise. Watch this. In one family, The parents consistently praise the children. They speak affirming words to them. They commend them when they do well. They encourage them when they are working on something. Follow that family and you are bound to see these children thrive. Positive self-esteem, happy, successful in academics, in athletics, in their profession. They just are great kids. What's the secret? They were raised in an environment that was filled with praise. There's something about praise that makes a tremendous impact on the person being praised. You see it in the world of sports, for example. The successful team not only wins the trophy, but the media lavishes praise on them the night of the big victory. And several days later, there is a parade and thousands of people line the streets to shower them with praise. They get invited to Disney World. They get invited to the White House. They get invited to have their faces on advertisements. These athletes are so pumped up by all this praise and adulation that they work 10 times harder to be even more successful successful the next season. Well, let me get to the meat of the matter. I want to share with you two events from the Bible that each talk about the power of praise. The first occasion was the gigantic and extravagant festival that King Solomon staged in Jerusalem at the grand opening of the temple. This temple was like no other. His father, King David, wanted to build a temple where the people could come to worship and offer sacrifices. He said, I had it in my heart to build a house as a place of rest for the Ark of the Covenant of the Lord, for the footstool of our God. First Chronicles 28 verse 3. Well, it took his son seven years to build this beautiful temple and staged a dedication like you've never seen in your whole life. Like Solomon was an extravagant king and he spared nothing. This event was in celebration of God. The procession with the ark being taken to the temple was out of this world. They sacrificed so many animals on the procession route that they could not even give a count. When the procession ended, the ark is now in place in the temple. The Bible said that the All the musicians blasting their music and the singers raised their voices in praise to God. For the Lord is good and his mercy endureth forever. This is the part I want you to catch, my friend. During the praise and worship, a huge cloud came and wrapped around the temple and the rest of the event was put on hold because the glory of the Lord filled the temple. I mean, like nothing you've ever seen before. The praise was so powerful that God's presence came in the form of a cloud and just wrapped itself around this beautiful edifice. That's what praise does. Well, the second incident occurred many years later. The kingdom of Israel was divided and King Jehoshaphat headed the kingdom of Judah in the south. 
they were about to be invaded by a coalition of enemy armies that was coming to decimate the tiny nation of Judah. Does this sound familiar? The king called for a period of fasting and coming out of the fast, God told them in a special message that he, God, is going to fight for them. The king assembled his army to defend their country, but he did a weird thing. In 2 Chronicles 2 verse 21, it says, After consulting the people, Jehoshaphat appointed men to sing to the Lord and to praise him for the splendor of his holiness as they went out at the head of the army singing, Give thanks to the Lord for his love endures forever. Oh, this is crazy. The enemy is coming at you with a vast army. And what does the commander in chief do? He sends the choir to sing to the Lord and praise God. I can assure you that he did not get that from any military school. No sensible military academy would teach that craziness. Who brings the praise and worship team to fight a formidable enemy force? This king did. Read it for yourself. When the musicians started to sing and praise, God set an ambush against the approaching enemy and they were defeated. They turned on each other and killed themselves. This sounds incredible, doesn't it? Well, this is the evidence. If you read Second Chronicles 20 and verse 24, when the men of Judah came to the place, they saw only dead bodies lying on the ground. No one had escaped. Give me a moment to bring it down. Deep breath, Clyde. Deep breath. My friends, we are talking about praise. We are talking about what can happen when we praise God, when we offer authentic praise to God. He receives it gladly and he shows up to show his approval. We call that the presence of the Lord. And in Psalm 16 verse 11, we read that in his presence, there is fullness of joy. The second story shows that when we are facing a crisis, we can praise the Lord when the enemy is coming at us with all his might. Here is what Psalm 149 says. May the praise of God be in their mouths and a double-edged sword in their hands to inflict vengeance on the nations and punishment on the peoples, to bind their kings with fetters, their nobles with shackles of iron, to carry out the sentence written against them. This is the glory of all his faithful people. Praise the Lord. I'm done. I have to surrender to the power of praise. To praise God is to attract his attention and he can turn up with joy or he can defeat your enemy for you. Make praise your favorite activity.